0: I am going to forego our lesson on Mark today though and I try to do this, of course I like to feel after the Lord, I don't do it every time but when the Lord will be gracious enough to allow me I try on the Sunday, uh, on at least the Sunday before Christmas to bring a Christmas message and I'm going to try to do that today, I really felt this a few days ago. And so this is a lengthy reading, and I know you've been standing, uh, but as I like to remind you, when you sit down, I'm going to keep standing for another hour. And, uh, and I'm the old man in the house. So um, not quite as old as Brother Weems, but I'm, I'm close. I'm close. He, he, was, he, was, he, was, um, he was born a whole decade before I was. But uh, he was born in the 50s, and I wasn't born until the 60s. Of course, he was born in 59, and I was born in 60, but it was a different decade, you understand. I don't know how old Brother Hall is. You were born in the 50s too. Okay, well, you're the old man in the house, so... Glad to have Brother Hall, his pastor, said he could bring his granddaughter up so she could be in Sunday school this morning, and we're glad to have them here. Amen. Matthew chapter 2. Let's turn to the book of Matthew chapter 2, and um, we will start with verse number 1. Matthew chapter 2 and verse... Number one, I will tell you for some of you that have never heard me teach on this, I may, I may at some point say some things that may be a little contrary to tradition, but it's what the scripture says. So stay with me this morning. I may not. I may just really be nice today and give you a Christmas present and not cross anybody's theology at all. season of joy right so all right. Matthew chapter 2 verse number 1 now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king behold there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying where is he that is born king of the Jews we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him and Herod the king had heard these things he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him and when he had gathered all chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. They said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, and thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. And Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And When they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. When they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Now, I I just want you to notice in this part of what we call the Christmas story, when the wise men arrived, they asked a question Verse 2, where is he that's born king of the Jews? And they said this question is predicated upon the fact that we saw his star. We saw his star. And then when they departed from Jerusalem and Herod's palace in verse 9... Bible says that lo the star which they saw in the east went before them and uh, it stood over where the young child was. Verse 10 says when they saw that star they rejoiced. And so I want to for the next few minutes I want to talk to you about the significance of the star, the significance of the star, hallelujah. Would we, uh, could we put our Bibles down and let's lift our hands and lift our voices unto the Lord and ask God to talk to us today. Could we do that everybody? We want the Lord to speak to us today. Precious people, Lord, this is your flock. These are your people. Lord Jesus, we are asking you that you would reach down. and Help us today, that you would touch us today. Oh, Lord God, that you would open our minds, our hearts, that you would speak, oh God, to your people. We need the touch of the Holy Ghost. Lord Jesus, we have got to have you in this service. Open our minds, open our hearts. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. God bless you. You may be seated. Now. <clears throat> When the wise men stood before King Herod, they said to him, we've seen his star in the east and we are come to worship him. I believe, and and it's been said, there are those theologians who say, well, these were were, uh, astronomers, these were... Uh, sorcerers, these were um, men who, who studied the stars and the heavens. I think, to me, there is something much deeper going on. I believe these men were students of Scripture. I believe they knew enough about the Holy Book to understand an important principle. And I believe that's why God allowed them to see the star. You see, this star had been prophesied centuries before it was ever shown to the wise men. Read for me Numbers chapter 24 and verse 17. I shall see him, but not now. But I shall
1: behold him, but not nigh. There shall come a star out of Jacob.
0: There shall come a star out of Jacob. And a
1: scepter shall rise and out of Israel. And a
0: scepter. That's, that's, that is the ruling staff of a king. So understand what this scripture is saying. There's going to come a star out of Jacob. And a ruler will arise out of Israel.
1: Agreed. And shall smite the corners of Moab and shall destroy all the children of Sheth.
0: And, and though it doesn't specifically mention a star, Isaiah said this in Isaiah 60 and verse 3.
1: And the Gentiles the shall, shall, come,
0: come, to the shall light. come to thy light. And kings to the and brightness kings of thy rising. To the brightness of thy rising. Now, what lights rise? I think that there is a reference here to the same star that was mentioned in Numbers chapter 24. It is my personal opinion, and I've promised you that any time I'm teaching and it's my opinion, I'll tell you that, um, because I think it's important that you understand my opinion's not really worth a whole lot. Uh, It's just that. It's just an opinion. I can't prove it with the scriptures, but my opinion is... That they perhaps understood the significance of a particular bright shining star that would appear in the night sky. I believe that they knew and this is why they told Herod we saw his star and we have come to worship him. I believe they understood the significance of that light that arose on that holy night. And they said, this is not ordinary. This is not just another constellation. This is not just the assembling of the planets. I'm telling you, scientists have tried to explain it for years. They're wasting their time. I believe this was another miraculous act that was performed by the hand of God and I believe that these wise men understood God's hand was in this and that something had happened in Israel that had been prophesied centuries before and they said we want to go find this one that's been born he is the king of the Jews now having said that It appears to me, Brother Goff, somewhere along the way, these men must have lost uh, sight of their guiding light. And I say that for a couple of reasons. First of all, why else would they stop by the palace of Herod? I can assure you the star did not lead them there. The baby wasn't born in a palace and he wasn't born in Jerusalem. The star would have never taken them to Herod. God knew what was in the heart of Herod. God knew, the Bible says he knows the end from the beginning. God knew the jealousy that would arise in the heart of that wicked man. God knew that Herod would set out to slay the babies. In fact, that had been prophesied as well. The star would never have led these men to Herod. And notice what happened when they, when they left Herod's palace. Read for me Matthew 2 verses 9 and 10.
1: When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star, lo, the star which, they saw, in which the east, they saw in the
0: east, went before went them. Before them.
1: Till it came and now, stood it over.
0: sounds to me like by the time they'd gotten to Herod's palace, they didn't see the star anymore. They must have been going their own way. They must have made some determinations along the way that kind of got them sidetracked. And they went to the palace of Herod, and Herod didn't know anything about it. And Herod brought out the scholars and the scribes and the students of the scripture. And the students said, well, when Messiah comes, he's going to be born in Bethlehem. And when the wise men heard that, they said, you know, it's probably time to change course. And when they walked out of the palace, lo and behold, the star was there to lead them again. The star which they saw in the east, read...
1: Went before Went them until it came until and stood it over came where the young child and was.
0: stood over where the young child was. And then verse 10 says,
1: When they saw when the star, they, they
0: saw that star, they rejoiced, they with rejoiced. Great joy. I'm telling you, something had happened along the way. Because the Bible, the literal translation of this is they cheered with vehement mega delight. I'm telling you, they were excited. They lost that star somewhere along. The way but but God Was gracious and merciful And saw the hunger of Their hearts Uh, and somehow When they walked out of the palace God said I'm giving you another chance Uh, I'm going to light up the night sky For you again you just Follow me one more time and I'm Going to take you to where you Want to go Now Now look Something this bright. I don't think that these men are the only ones who would have seen it. I mean, surely there were others who noticed an unusual light in the sky. Surely there were others. that were caught off guard by what was going on. Yeah, it, was, it was a common occupation and even preoccupation in, in the days uh, of Jesus' birth to study the skies and to be astronomers. But even if they weren't astronomers, how many ordinary individuals noticed the brightness of this star? And how many? Bethlehem is not that big of a place. It's a small town. In fact, I've, I've, I've been to Israel. I'm telling you, they have built one church that covers all of ancient Bethlehem. It's that small. There were only a few dozen families in that city. If a light shone bright enough over Bethlehem to lead these men from Jerusalem, how many people living in Bethlehem were awakened by such brightness how many of them would have seen and noticed in fact evidently it started shining when he was born and you'll remember that inn was full and mary and joseph had to go to the stable there was quite a crowd In that little hotel that night. How many of them saw the light. And didn't even take time. To try to figure out what it was about. They were too busy. With everything else that was going on. None of them were motivated by what they saw. They didn't understand it. So evidently they chose to ignore it. Yet these men left their home countries to follow the light to the one to whom it pointed. What others ignored, these men rejoiced to see. And when they saw it, they didn't just say, man, that's beautiful, but they cheered, they got excited, they rejoiced. With exceeding great joy. They wanted God and the world. To know the significance of this guiding light. They were thrilled at what they had found. And they knew God had a purpose and a meaning behind this light. Now. I don't want to. I don't want to get ahead of myself here today but, but let me just tell you let me just tell you and again I, I said I w- might, not, might not contradict anybody's theology but I think I'm going to have to at this point because you do understand the wise men were not there at the manger They they didn't show up at the manger they weren't there when the baby was born this journey had evidently taken them almost 2 years for 2 years brother hall for 2 years they tried to follow that light a light that people right under its glow didn't even bother with. Now, for those of you who don't know why I say that, I guess I should explain to you my reasons for saying it was two years. Um, This is not in the notes, so get your Bible there and turn to Matthew chapter 2. And... uh, In, in Matthew chapter 2, uh, this is not in my notes either, so I, I got to find it for you, but I want you to read for me, Matthew chapter 2, and um, I'm sorry, um, yes, start reading with verse 16, thank you.
1: Then Herod. When he saw that he was mocked of the wise men was exceeding wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in the, clo- the coast that were in Bethlehem and all the coast thereof from two years old and under. Now
0: now he didn't just pick a random number. I'm killing all the 2-year-olds and younger. He didn't just you know decide okay what would be a good age to start killing but there was a reason why he said two years old and under. Why? According, According to the time which had diligently inquired of the wise men. So I'm telling you that Herod made a decision to kill the two-year-olds because that's when the wise men said the star had first appeared. So the star had appeared two years earlier. And let's back up and, and, and read verse 11.
1: And when they were come into the house. When
0: they were come not into the manger, not into the stable, into the what? House. Into the house.
1: Read. They saw the young child. They saw not the
0: baby, not the infant. There's a different Greek word that means an infant or a newborn. This word means a toddler. They saw the toddler. He was walking by this point. This was not still the little baby. Lying in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes. Mary and Joseph now were in a house in Bethlehem. And the wise men came to the house. And they found the young child with his mother. I'm telling you today that this journey took these men some two years To accomplish they'd been traveling for a long time they'd been away from home for a long time no wonder they rejoiced when the light showed up again and took them to where they were going and I'm telling you when they walked into the house they fell down and worshiped him and gave him gifts this is the promised Messiah, and it was the light of God that brought us to where we wanted to go. I'm here to tell you this morning his star still shines. The coming of the star was to point the way to where the real star lay. Hallelujah. Amen. The real star was not the one that was in the sky that night. The real star was that young child they found when they walked in the house. He was the one that was going to save the world. He had come from the heavens down to earth because he wanted to walk among men. He wanted to feel what we feel and know what we know and experience what we experience. I'm telling you we have not an High priest which cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities. Amen, I know he was God, but he was God in the flesh, He felt every pain we feel, He felt every heartache we experience. He knows every moment of loneliness. He knows every tear we cry. I'm telling you today the real star was not in the sky that night. The real star was where they knelt in the house that day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen to the prophecy of Zacharias, the father of John the Baptist. Luke chapter 1, verses 78 and
1: 79. Through the tender mercy of our God, Uh whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, To give light to them that sit in darkness. The day spring
0: from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness. And in the shadow of death. death, To guide our feet into the way of peace peace. Zacharias was not the only one who said this child is bringing light to a dark world. Zacharias is not the only one that let us know, hey Amen. there's still a, sh- a shining star for this hopeless world. There's still something that's giving direction today, that's setting our course today. Simeon, when that child was brought to Into the temple Eight days old He was there for his circumcision And his dedication And Simeon That old prophet Took that baby in his arms And all the Holy Ghost came on that man Luke chapter 2 verses 30 to 32 Here's what he said Luke 2 and 30's not in there. Okay.
1: For mine eyes have seen my salvation. And
0: now he he said, "Lord, you can you can let your servant rest in peace now. I've been waiting for this very moment. I've been living for this time." I, 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 I've been waiting for the coming of Messiah, and He said, "My life's complete. I'm holding Him in my arms. Mine eyes have seen Thy salvation, which Thou hast prepared before the face you of all people. Before the face of all people, a light to, this, light to the
1: Gentiles.
0: This is a light." to lighten the gentiles and the glory, and of, the thy glory israel. of thy people israel this is a star in a dark world i'm telling you just like ships at sea can set their course by the star that shines we found a star that helps us to know the direction of life to know where to go to know where to turn to help us to Avoid the rocks, the shallows, the, 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 the troubled waters. We've got a light that's shining in a dark world. Hallelujah. Zacharias said it, Simeon said it, Jesus himself also said it. Revelation 22. I love this verse 16. We don't a lot of times we don't use this title for him. We use some of these titles, but not everything he said. Read Revelation 22:16.
1: I Jesus have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things uh-huh. in the churches. Right. I am the root. I'm the root. And the offspring. And I'm the of offspring David. of David.
0: But listen to what else I am. And the bright morning star. I am the bright star. and morning. Star, Hallelujah. I don't care how dark this world gets. Amen. I'm telling you, this world's got its own stars. Rock stars, movie stars, sports stars. And some people are willing to follow them anywhere and everywhere. They want to dress like them. They want to act like them. They worship them while they're giving forth, amen, their little talents. But I'm telling you, those stars are falling stars. They're going to be burning today, but they'll burn out tomorrow. They're going to be just a faded memory in the days that are to come. Why follow a star that only leads downward? There is a bright and a morning star that has arisen. Amen. And he is going to stand and shine forever. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, let's praise him for a moment. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah. He is providing a light in this dark world. And what is that light? Let's go to Matthew chapter four, verses twelve to sixteen. Now when
1: Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee, and leaving Nazareth he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast in the borders of Zebulon and Nephilim, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulon and the land of Nephilim, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles.
0: Galilee of the Gentiles.
1: The people which the sat people in
0: darkness which sat in darkness.
1: Saw great light.
0: Saw great light.
1: And to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung
0: light up. Light is sprung up. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he is our light. Amen. To the people who sat in darkness not just the Jews anymore when that star started shining that's why there were wise men that began to travel amen across the globe they started making a two year journey God wanted to reach somebody God wanted to send a message it's not just the Jews anymore but with the rising of this star I'm opening my arms to whosoever will this whole world is enveloped in darkness. Uh, and it doesn't matter if Abraham is your father or not. Uh, I'm going to welcome you home uh, if you'll just follow the light uh, that I'm shining to you today. Hallelujah. Amen. The people that sat in darkness. They sat in darkness. John chapter 1 verses 1 through 5.
1: In the beginning was the, in the word, beginning was the word. the word was with God, Yes. and the word was God. Uh-huh. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not made anything that was made. Yeah. In him was life.
0: In him was life. Now
1: listen to this. And the life and was the, the light life of men. Was the light of men. Read. And the light shineth and in darkness. And the light
0: shineth in darkness. In darkness.
1: And the darkness comprehended
0: not. The darkness it not. didn't comprehend it when it started shining. But I'm here to tell you, we comprehend it today. God has opened our eyes. God is calling us out of the shadows. John chapter 3. There's a lot of verses in John chapter 3 that we know and quote and, and we're familiar with. But, but here's a few that I want to call to your attention today. John chapter 3, verses 19 to 21.
1: And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world.
0: Light is come into
1: the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Uh For every one that doeth evil hateth the light. He
0: hates the light.
1: Neither cometh to the light. Right. Lest his deeds should be reproved. But ye that doeth he that truth, doeth truth cometh, to the light, cometh
0: to the light,
1: that his deeds, that his may, be deeds manifest, may be made manifest, that they, are wrought, that they are wrought
0: in God. I'm telling you, those that want to live in darkness will never find their way. We are living in a world that is so dark, your eyes are not going to get adjusted enough to give you direction. You're not going to find direction in this dark world. What you need today is the light, the light of the world, the bright and morning star, and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. John chapter 12. Verses 35 to 36.
1: Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while, while the light is with you, uh-huh. walk while ye have the light. Walk while ye have light. lest darkness come upon you. Yes. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. He doesn't know where he's going. While ye have light, believe in the light, that ye may be children of the light. These things spake Jesus, and departed, and did hide himself from them.
0: Now, let me just tell you, let me just tell you. We, we don't really, here in America, we don't really understand Darkness. We really don't. You go with me to Africa sometime. Get out there on some of those lonely roads and paths where there's not a light within hundreds of miles. And I'm telling you, if it's a cloudy night, and you can't see the stars. You talk about darkness. It's a darkness you can't even imagine. I've been out there on a clear night and thank God at those times for some stars because they're the only light we have and it's the only way we can see but if those stars are hidden you're not going to find your way around that's when you say thank God for a cell phone (laughs) don't have any cell signal. But at least it's got a flashlight on it. I'm telling you, it's dark. It's dark. And Jesus said when you're walking in darkness, you don't even know where you're going. You're gonna run into something, you're gonna hurt yourself, you're gonna trip and fall, you're gonna do damage to yourself or to something or to someone else. You need a light. So you need to learn to walk in the light. Let's go down to verse 46. Same chapter, John 12, verses 46 to 48. Here's what he said.
1: I am come a light into the world. Whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Right. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Right. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him and the words, word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day.
0: He said, I am come as a light into this world. So that when you believe on me, you don't have to abide in darkness. But then he goes on to explain just how that light starts shining. You see, the light starts showing things that we don't know are there. Well, hallelujah, you get the light to shining in the darkness and you start uncovering things that you don't recognize. That's why he said men love darkness when their deeds are evil because they can keep things buried in the cover of night. But Jesus said, I'm come as a light. And here's what he said. The thing that's going to judge our misdeeds is the word that I speak. That's the light I'm shining. That's why the psalmist said in Psalm 119, verse 105.
1: Thy word is a lamp unto my feet.
0: It's a lamp to my feet. And a light unto it's my a light. path. This is how I'm going to avoid the dangers of this old world. I got to get my face buried in this book. I've got to learn. Amen. I've got to learn to love the light that he gave to me. Listen to me, saints. This is our flashlight. This is what we need as our world gets darker and darker. And listen to me, it's only just begun. Now I'm about to put myself in danger here. <laughs> Not among you. But this is going out on the internet, you understand? You know, somebody burns the American flag, that's free speech. Even though it's illegal, they say it's free speech. Somebody burned one of those rainbow flags, got 12 years in prison. I'm telling you, we are in a dark world. It's a dark world. Church, if we ever needed the light of God's word, we need it now. Now is not the time to stick your Bible on the shelf and just consider it an heirloom to pass along to the next generation. I'm telling you, now's the time to let this light shine. God, we've got to have direction. God, we've got to know the way. You've got to show us the path. You've got to let this light shine in our lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. Who has saved us
1: and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began but is now made manifest now listen
0: to this is now made manifest
1: by the appearing, by the of, our appearing savior,
0: of our savior Jesus, Jesus
1: Christ, Christ who hath abolished death
0: he's abolished
1: death and hath brought life and he brought life and immortality and immortality to light through to the gospel
0: light through the gospel Amen. You want to know how that light starts shining in our life? It shines through the power of the gospel. I want you to skip down. I think it's the last one on your list there. I'm not through yet, but I want you to go down to, to, to uh, the, the verse in First Peter chapter, uh, chapter 2 and verse 9. I want you to read that for me. But ye are a chosen, You're a chosen generation,
1: generation, a royal priesthood, You're a, royal priesthood a holy nation. You're a holy nation, a peculiar people. peculiar people That you
0: should show forth, should the, praises show forth the praises of Him you have called that you out of called you out of darkness into, his marvelous, into his marvelous light. I'm telling you, church, this is what it's all about. This is what the Christmas season really is all about. Is getting the world out of darkness. In into the light of the glorious gospel. That's what it really is all about. God wants to call us out of a world of darkness. He wants us to become a light. He wants us to spread this light in the midst of this dark and dying world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why he said to us, you are the light of the world. Now, I'm going to tell you, that light, we can't build our own fire. We can't ignite our own star. We do that, we're going to be a falling star. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to, be, like, we're going to be like Dathan and Abiram trying to bring strange fire into the house of God. See, God commanded that fire has to be carried on. God started the original fire and the only way it's going to work is if you pass on that original fire and that's what God wants going on in this dark world today. He doesn't need any of us to rise up and try to be a light of our own but if we can get set on fire by the bright and morning star and begin to pass along the light that he gave us I'm telling you we don't have to walk around in depression and fear and worry about a world that's gone crazy. I'm telling you it's time for us to set the world aright. It's time for us to take the light of this glorious gospel. And shine it everywhere. Yes, sir. In the days of the apostles those that hated them said these are they. That have turned the world upside down. They didn't turn the world upside down. The world was already upside down. They turned it back the way it was supposed to be. And I'm telling you, we live in the same kind of, same kind of era. We're living in a world that's absolutely upside down. Now we can sit around and moan and cry and whine and feel sorry for ourselves, or we can let God ignite a fire and start taking the light out there. You understand there is no darkness so deep that the light can't penetrate it. As dark as the light, as dark. Dark as the nights can be in Africa Once I turn that flashlight on Honey that dark's got to get out Of the way the light is going to Penetrate even the Darkest of nights that's why We're here church that's what this Is all about that's why Christmas came he wanted to Start a fire In this world and he wants Us to pass it on he Wants us to get set On fire by the power Of God and love. Light up this dark age. Let's worship the Lord for a moment. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know how many of these verses I'm going to get to today, but I really feel like I'm about done, honestly. And I know it's early, but that's Merry Christmas, all right. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4.
1: But if our gospel be hid. If our gospel is hid. It is hid to them that are lost. To them that are lost. In whom the God of this In world. Whom
0: the God of this world.
1: blinded the minds of has, them which believe He not.
0: has blinded their minds. Oh, what darkness blindness brings. He's blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest, Lest the light of the, the glorious gospel of, of Christ, the glorious gospel of Christ,
1: who is the image who of God, is the
0: image of God, should shine unto should them. Shine unto them. I'm here to tell you, the devil's job is to keep people in darkness. Our job is to take the gospel to them and bring them light. Amen. Amen. Oh, listen to me, church. Why don't we wake up at this Christmas season and give him the best present we could ever give him? Why don't we turn ourselves into a flame of fire that'll drive back the darkness of this city, of this metropolitan area, this state, this country, and this world? Why don't we get set on fire? by that globe, amen, the bright and the morning star, and let the light of the gospel shine through us uh, to a world that is desperately in need of direction. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. Musicians come, musicians come, hallelujah, hallelujah, I'm telling you, God's calling us. He's calling us. We get so caught up in the hustle and bustle. We get so caught up in the cares of this life, especially in this season. And I understand those who decry this season because of the commercialization and how we can get so wrapped up in things that, that we forget what we really say we're celebrating. Now, I will give you this. I, 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 you know, I don't expect people to give me things on my birthday, but if they were throwing a party for me and I showed up and they all just gave gifts to one another and didn't give me anything, I'd kind of wonder who they're really celebrating. And we say we're celebrating the Lord's birth. But what are we giving Him? What are we giving Him? You know what He wants? He wants you. He wants you. He doesn't need your money. He doesn't need your talent he'll use those things he doesn't need those things what he wants are hands and feet a mouth eyes and ears he wants a light to walk the streets of a dark city and let people know if you'll follow me I can take you to the Savior if you'll follow me I can lead you to where the King is I can bring you to the real star like that star that led the wise men each of us can become a star that's leading people to the king. And that's what he wants. Let's stand this morning.